Today on the program, when it comes, I won't even notice it. I'll be too busy looking good. It's Enter the Dragon. the rewatch party i am your host nick joining me today are the competitors to my tournament brandon and anthony's welcome to the show thank you yeah there you, you, <laughs> just just talk right into it there just i'm just trying not to breathe heavily into it <laughs> that, is that what she said it can be that's pretty awkward. That, not, 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 not good. That was I mean, funny. I wouldn't stop her, but it seems like more <laughs> I mean, than that, breathing on it is probably would be better more than that. It, it's, well, it's that's called what a blowjob. Yeah, right? that's what, yeah, that's what makes it a blowjob, right? <laughs> wow. Okay. Before the title of the movie, already talking about blowjobs. Uh, today we are talking about Enter the Dragon from 1973, as we discussed on uh, the Dragon episode that Bruce Lee filmed this and then died. Two or three weeks before it was it was released, I want to say. Just before it came out, anyway. Uh, this was directed by Robert Klaus, which Klaus makes me think when I worked at the uh, Celtic Star, that bar, that Irish bar, because my name's Nicholas, they just somehow that became my nickname at work was Klaus. <laughs> because Klaus is Irish. It sounds very German to me, but yeah, no, not Irish at all. (laughs) (laughs) And I think wasn't that the fish on American Dad? Yeah, yes, Klaus. Klaus. He was German, right? Yeah, yeah. They took reincarnated German. Well, no, it was like they brain swapped him with a Nazi or something like that, and that's why. Or no, uh, uh, an Olympic skier. Because then it cuts to the skier, just like (laughs) sitting there going, (laughs) falling down a mountain. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So anyway, Klaus. I was just think of uh, my coworker Georgia screaming. At me all the time when she needed to put a drink order in. Wow, that's, well, that's German. You gotta like, make you gotta make it abrasive. Oh yeah, yeah, you get, it's down in the throat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so the theme is apparently the office because everything's that's what she said. Isn't um, it always though? About the office? No, just that's, that's what, what she, she said. said. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of that phrase. You're it can right. be inserted anywhere. That's, that's what she said. <laughs> You guys got a lot of growing up to do. Yeah, no, I've, I've done as much as I'm ever gonna. No, this is this is top level right here. This is what you said. This is the peak. I used to be more mature, but I've been degrading. Is oh. it? Yeah, that's yeah, working backwards. So is there a, is there an age? So is that why it's called over the hill? Because then you start going back down into immaturity. <laughs> yeah, sweet. I turned forty in a few months. I got that to look forward. All to. All right. A, I can somehow get more perverted than this. I've been there. Don't do it if you can avoid it. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, zero uh, stars. <laughs> uh, Klaus directed nothing else that I've actually ever seen. Except for the ending bit of Game of Death that Bruce Lee did film. He was starting to film the next movie where he fought Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It was like a... He for, filmed about like 10 minutes of it, and then they used other footage of people and stuff to finish out the whole movie. But <laughs> I think I have seen it. So like he goes in and has to beat this guy and runs up the stairs and beats the next guy and runs up the stairs and beats the next guy. And at the very top, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's three feet taller than Bruce Lee, and they kicks him in the chest at one point, and the footprint goes from waist to neck on fucking Bruce Lee's <laughs> outfit because he's massive. 
But he actually did study with, like, he was a student of Bruce Lee, so it was just like his his own buddy oh, making really? a movie with him. Yeah. Oh. Um. So he he was starting to film the Game of Death movie, and they they started with the climactic ending of it. Luckily, so at least we got that awesome thing. Um. He also helped make Dragon, the Bruce Lee story movie. So he sort of had Klaus on the re- on the show before. Okay. Uh, few, sort of. Uh, well, sort of. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know if I should be talking or just yeah, listening. Yeah, just hop in whenever. <laughs> if you got something to interject, just just work it right on in there. Interject? Yeah. I didn't know it was that kind of party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it always can be. <laughs> <laughs> only, only one line away from it at any given moment, right? This is going to derail my Senate race for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm never going to be a U.S. Senator if I keep this up. <laughs> But just keep you uh, under well, an alias. Just, <laughs> no, just move to Florida. Anything oh, goes yeah, there. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> You'll be golden. <laughs> so some notes uh, before we before we start talking over this. Um, Bruce Lee had a standing challenge of $100 to any extra who could catch his hand before he punched him. Oh, shit. I mean... I'm, hey, was, it wouldn't be a hard No, punch. no, no, no. Just to, you know, see how good your defense are or your speed or whatever. I mean, I'd um, try it. it, knowing like if he wouldn't punch me full right. on, like it's he acts like it, and then maybe like kind of opens his fist and like I'd, <laughs> I'd try that. Boops for, your nose or something. I've I've worked with a lot of guys that have done something similar, except they didn't let me know it was a challenge, and I didn't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> just like they it just sounds, punched me at work. Say, it's not it cool. Sounds like they just come up and punch you in the face for no reason. <laughs> I'm sure they had a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it didn't ever cost him a single penny. All right. Nobody was well, ever able to stop his hands. Opportunity missed. Yeah, well, I'm sure a lot of them tried. <laughs> uh, another extra challenged him to a fight to see if he really was that good, and he whooped his ass and sent him back to work. In fact, it won, it, I think it's his first fight scene. Fucking amateur. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> uh, when he sidekicks this dude so hard, he knocks him into other people and knocks them over, sort of like a bowling pin situation. <laughs> I think that was the extra. So I think it was a little bit of a, that's what you get for fucking challenging me. That, that sounds like a hostile work environment. I, hey, <laughs> I mean, he did start it. <laughs> he started it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember that scene. I just know that it started out with like, the first fight was like him and his chonies with another guy, right? That's how it opens oh, up, Oh, well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, first yeah. one of the tournament, like oh, when they right. get to the island. No, I thought that it was like when the, the Shaolin, like where it all started before he got invited to it, right? Sorry, yeah, yeah. If I'm getting the... The card yes, the yes, horse. yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I should have, yeah. But his, his first one at the tournament, uh, when they have all the... All oh, the right, right, right. And he kicks the guy, so, I mean... So I'm looking, I'm looking at the budget oh, right yeah, now yeah, for yeah, this yeah. movie. You're the, the, the finance It guy. doesn't seem to be... Yeah, it doesn't seem to be adding up. The budget, $850,000, estimated. Okay. Right? It's opening weekend internationally, $681. <laughs> the, uh, the United That's not Kingdom... Good. <laughs> the United Kingdom... <laughs> Nineteen dollars. So like four people went. And well, saw this. no, 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 no. It's nineteen seventy three. So okay, nine. six. <laughs> is that right? Well, because total right now that it's made is forty two thousand eight hundred and five. There's no way that's, that's right. Right worldwide, they forgot. They forgot a few zeros, maybe because I know. I, I I guess I could see opening weekend because this was. His first movie with an uh, American company. So this is like the first actual Hollywood kung fu martial mm-hmm. arts movie, uh, which I think is why Bruce Lee gets as much hype as he does because all of the... This is what put him on the as, map. As a genre, as far as 
American cinema is concerned, which is the only one that matters, of course. Like this was the first one that that did it. Uh, this made it a thing. This now that's a genre, and then we go back and we're like, holy fuck, the rest of the world's been doing this for decades. What? What? Um, but so nobody knew what the hell it was. I don't think it had a very big release because it was a pretty big gamble. But since then, I mean, this is a pretty well-known movie. I would imagine within the first couple of years, it would have made over what that final figure was. IMDb's never turned, you know, done me wrong on that. But that just, yeah, it doesn't sound right. So I'm gonna. I mean, I look, am, look into it. A the minute. Internet Movie Database is the mo- most credible source for movie information. You can, def- especially the trivia section, that is never wrong, <laughs> ever. Um, so, uh, oh, another one last fun note. Bruce Lee was allegedly, allegedly on pot oh. during filming. He uh, always had brownies on hand. He was like, three, like between taking stuff, going, just be nibbling so on some brownies. the Bruce Lee that we're seeing in those movies is slowed down. Yes. Yeah, heavily, you think maybe they did that slowed. because the cameras couldn't <laughs> capture his speed? He's so tired of like holding himself back. He has to self-medicate just to be at a human speed. Maybe he's not that fast at all. Maybe he's feeding everybody brownies and everybody else is just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That, that's a fantastic point. I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's how nobody can catch his hand. <laughs> I know I'm faster than Bruce Lee in the bedroom, but probably nowhere else. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like I've always said, sex with me is terrible, but at least it's over fast. <laughs> it may not be big, but it won't inconvenience you for long. <laughs> Woo. Oh, good times. Good times. Okay, so now to the, to the movie itself. <laughs> uh, we do have opening scene of Bruce Lee fighting some dude and their Speedos. And yeah, you get to see Bruce just straight up banana hammocks. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's chiseled out of fucking stone. I'll give him that, but... Yeah. Not where it counts. Not, yeah. <laughs> the, I, and I know that they always say size doesn't matter, but uh, could be tightly, tightly wrapped in fabric on a big screen, I'm pretty sure size matters. <laughs> <laughs> I, like this. I already tucked it just so he wouldn't intimidate everybody watching the movie. That's... <laughs> He goes for a kick and the fucking slong ends up hitting the you as well. hits him first. Yeah, yeah. It's a combo move. <laughs> God, it's the old one, too. <laughs> um, Backside slong kick. Yeah, but this guy, I think, was one of his trainer. I mean, this was someone that he worked with, and this like was filmed even after the movie was done to give uh, more of an introduction to Bruce Lee's character. So like this was an afterthought they just filmed and tacked on. I think it was just... Or maybe the guy did a lot of choreography with him for the movie because Bruce Lee choreographed all the fight scenes. Um, But I think this guy was just part of the crew or something. So Budget update. Yeah. Uh, According to Wikipedia, which everybody knows, that's right behind IMDb is is Wikipedia Wikipedia when it comes to the reliability. Uh, This does give a little different information. Uh, Apparently, (laughs) it grossed $350 million worldwide. And adjusted for inflation at the time, it's a billion dollars. That I I would be more it's likely to believe that. Four hundred times its budget. I would be in, more likely than time. the the forty eight thousand dollars, whatever the first one was. Yeah, like that, that just it sounded really really low. Yeah, I mean this is a pretty iconic movie. The whole maze of mirrors scene at the end has been parodied to death. So, and and uh, the look Bruce Lee has in this, like. 
It was that character, I think, Fei Long from the later Street Fighter Two video games. Yeah. And uh, uh, fucking Mortal Kombat guy, Liu Kang. I mean, like... Yeah, those were just Bruce Lee's. Just absolutely. Yeah, this and, movie, and they were all Bruce Lee from this movie. Yeah, right. yeah this, this movie apparently has done quite well. Uh, it was one of the most successful in films in 1973. $3.3 million in Hong Kong alone. Oh, yeah. He was, uh, and then a he very was big limit- in Hong Kong. Yeah. And then, uh, well, compared to everybody <laughs> okay, else. It, compared- we're not talking about the Speedo thing either. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I am also very big in Hong Kong. <laughs> uh, was that Tom Waits song? I'm big in Japan. I always thought he meant, you know, he's musically. Got, he's got a heavy fan base. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> oh, because Japan sumo wrestlers. I get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, this episode. A... A limited release in North America in 73 was four theaters in New York. And in three days, it did $140,000. Yeah. Okay. So that, that this movie was sense. quite large. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, it introduced the world to Bolo Young, who oh, yes. is a very large motherfucker. Oh, and his lips, right? I mean, the <laughs> feel that way. <laughs> I was too busy looking at his bouncing pecs, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, love me some bouncing. He's pecs. got the downward nipple he, thing. Going he does. On. He does. That's why him and Van Dam worked so well together. <laughs> um, okay, so but he's the speedo fight. Back to the speedo fight. Uh, he ends up putting him in a submission hold and making him tap out, which usually you don't see done in kung fu. I don't know that there's a lot of arm bars and fucking submissions. Yeah, I'm not a fight I, expert, but that doesn't. Yeah, sound but right. I think that's why he's got the moniker of being the grandfather of MMA. Because I had no idea. Uh, I mean, he did blend different styles when he got sure. to, when he got to Jeet Kundo. He's like, I don't want to be stuck to form and stuck stuck to tradition. Um, so he would use whatever style necessary, which MMA obviously stands for mixed martial arts. So that was a big part of there. But like, here he is doing arm bars and submissions. So I mean, he never called himself that, obviously, because MMA didn't exist yeah. at the time. But in in hindsight, Dana or was the guy the president of. MMA is the one who said that about Bruce Lee. Dumb question, Amnesty. Uh-huh. MMA and UFC kind of... I guess UFC is the organization yes. behind Yes, yes, MMA, yes, yes. It's right? like okay. MLB, but it baseball it's still baseball. is a thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, MMA is just like... It's not like an organization, is it? It's no, just no, like no. you just, just are a, fighting a and, yes. and yeah, you just yeah. get to do whatever. Like, you're trained in MMA. <clears> when guess, you watch right? boxing fights, you know what style they're using. They're going to they're gonna box each other. MMA is... We're going to use... So you don't have like only guys doing taekwondo. You can have right. some guy doing capoeira versus jujitsu or whatever. Yeah, it could be anything. Any, I don't know anything about any of it. I, I tap know, out. I, know, I try to tap least, out before the fight starts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I tab out because I'm at the bar, nowhere near the ring. Um, no, it, it, at least it started that. Now it's yeah, we dance around for a while and then we wrestle on the ground. Like if we used to rent like the first few years of UFC and it was awesome because you'd have guys going out there doing different styles, fighting each other. And it was cool to see them like try to combat with such drastically different things. And then it all just hodgepodged into submission holds and that's all everything and is And then a anymore. bunch of half naked dudes rolling around getting yeah. sweaty. Some, you know, Usually, uh, sex sells. Usually, got an incognito tab for that, but this pretty much this pretty much sums up my marriage. Yeah, like, just a little dancing around, some wrestling, and then I tap out. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't last and, longer than two rounds. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and you've got Bruce Lee to thank for that, apparently. <laughs> so, um, so after he taps out Speedo guy, 
Uh, he's walking with the master. We get a bit of foreshadowing, obviously, because he's talking about how you go from just being a pupil to being a master is knowing that men put up these pretenses and these false images and you have to break those down to get to the true core of your opponent. Yep. And I'm like, well, that's literally exactly what he does with the mirrors at the end of the movie. Like, you couldn't have been more on the nose about... The, <laughs> we got... Chekhov's mirrors. Chekhov's mirrors. Chekhov's foreshadowing, even, uh, which might be redundant. I don't know. <laughs> but... And then we talk about Han, not Solo. Well, no, because it's pronounced Han. Oh, yeah. yeah. With that, like, hand without a D. Is that because he's missing a hand? No, that's Luke. No, the bad guy in this movie. Oh, is he? Oh, I he's didn't watch the, it. <laughs> yeah, because he's got the claw. And stuff. Well, he has he has a whole collection. They're like, yeah. got, you got it. They've they've got yeah. <laughs> uh, he could screw this one off. So sometimes it's like a, a shitty hand, like Carl Weathers and Happy Gilmore. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's Wolverine claws. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's Buster. <laughs> sometimes yeah, Buster for rest of the, other times it's a nice knife and fork set for dinner. You know, I think he's got like a, a dildo. Oh, I'll, yeah. <laughs> The dude just power. The dude is so perverted. He bought his own. He Jeffrey Epstein then has his own island of sex trafficking. He definitely has a dildo hand. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt For about sure. it. Yeah, he probably got a vibrator hand. It's all whipping around. That's probably like the final boss time. You know, it's, <laughs> he just pulls that out. There's like, oh god, <laughs> I don't want to touch that. That's where Jay and Silent Bob got the idea for Cockknocker, <laughs> Strike Back movie. <laughs> they they saw the director's cut of Enter the Dragon. Okay. <laughs> um, but so Han is the villain who actually trained at the same Shaolin temple, but brought shame by uh, taking the teachings and basically using them to be an asshole instead of trying to lead a pure good life like you're supposed to. He's like, hey, I can profit off of this shit. So, which, uh, I, like, I went to uh, Lollapalooza in 1996 and they had like a, the Shaolin monks doing a thing there. So I feel like all of them are kind of for profit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you imagine like going down to Sixth Street and there's some shelling monks doing stuff, passing a tip jar around yeah, the bar or something? Like that. And that's pretty much what it was. I mean, yeah. it's, they just went up there and they stood on their fingers and did some sword stuff. And it's like, well, all right, now it's porno for pyros. Have a good time, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was weird. <laughs> now back to music. <laughs> like, was there even music playing? Did they have a band? Or ah, I'm trying like to remember because I was like a oh, junior in high school. But yeah, no, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was That's weird. pretty fucking weird. Um, okay, so this also we find out he's a spy because some organization, I don't know if it's MI6 because this is a British dude, but they're like, hey, we need you to go to this island. And he's like, how fucking coincidental that I just learned about this guy Han from my master. This is so weird. <laughs> Now I've got to go to this island and do this tournament that I've already been invited to. The guy even says, even though you've already been invited, we need you to go there. He's like, I already was, I mean, that, yeah. Well, this works out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so, so now this is a business expense. All right. Yeah, see, I'm yeah. saving the receipt. I am writing this off. What is, uh, that, what's my per diem? Do I get yeah, per diem? <laughs> Basically, you just made it so I don't have to buy a plane ticket. Cool, cool. Um, okay, so <laughs> if I played it real cool, like I wasn't gonna go, but yeah. you could probably convince me to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I just threw that invitation away. I got, I got, I got a study here. You know, I think they're gonna promote me to a, a assistant teacher. You know, I'm gonna have to help. 
me and underwear guy got to go yeah. on a, a vacation <laughs> together. <laughs> got a couple's retreat. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to work some yeah, things we, out. We can't get the deposit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Past that window. So I'm going to need you to cover the cost of that so yeah. that I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we get a quick briefing where we meet Han and O'Hara, which is his body. They just, it's, you know, the little film they play before, like the military goes into something, your little debriefing thing. So we, we get to see our villain and his, his bodyguard is of course, some random white guy, which I don't, I mean, the dude was a Shaolin Kung Fu monk. He really couldn't find anybody else to... <laughs> Random white dude, like super seventies looking white dude too. Between the hair, curly hair and the stash and the sideburns, I mean, I knew, I knew he had a stash. Oh, just automatically, from typical seventies. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think I had some aviators on him. There's, there's but... this guy, and then John Saxon, who's known to the world through the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, is in this movie also because Hollywood's like, wait, Asian karate movies. We better throw some white people in here. Ain't nobody watching that. So that I could shoehorn them into the fucking <laughs> casting. Sounds uh, like a Stallone rewrite. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there were there were there was a lot of mirrors, but no no tables. No no tables. No tables. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I guess that wouldn't work out too well. Sorry, I'm not talking. I'm just moving my. Head. Oh, <laughs> I, I, like, I you, was like, you had this confused look on your face. Like, yeah, have you not heard about the Stallone rumor? Uh, I, apparently not. Oh, okay. That's... Uh, he uh, had a proclivity, I guess, for hiring working women and not not having sex with them, but having them defecate on a glass table as he laid under it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it. we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I never had to pay for it. That's when you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I worked with this guy. He told me all about how he's into it. It was a very... Unsettling conversation. I'm not going to go into it here. Like I said, I'm, still- <laughs> I'm just curious. Then, do you is part of the joy of it cleaning it up? I, I who, don't. Who I has did, to clean that table? I did not ask. Uh, or that butthole. I guess honestly, maybe he likes to watch. You know, a little TP action that's and then what, drop that on top of. That's it? what Sylvester little, Stallone's little into. Bay? Little Cleveland steamer. Yeah, well, yeah, but well, no, because it's not on his. Chest. It's not on his it's chest. Right. It's it's on the table. You've so got he a gets the, of a glass table. He gets the joy of watching it without any of the mess on his body. Uh, that's that's the way to do it. I feel like if I was Sylvester Stallone, that wouldn't bother me. I'd be like, I had someone else that I would hire to come clean it off. Right. Of me. <laughs> All right. <Which> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this gives me an idea for Rocky Seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is your job? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the shit I've seen. <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, but anyway, just just uh, so we know who these bad guys are when we get to the island. It's really this is also oh also they get women, get them addicted to heroin, mm-hmm. and then put them into the sex trade. Well, if yeah. they happen to OD because they can't keep up with his strict drug regime, uh, he dumps the bodies and just you know I mean he has his own island. You just fucking huck them off a cliff or something. Yeah. And so it's like oh okay all right bad dude got it so we're gonna go and. Kick him in the face a bunch. It's probably good that Liam Neeson didn't catch word of this. Yeah, because- no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been right up his alley. Um, oh, oh, fuck. I just saw uh, a news thing. Uh, some There's a dad in... A guy pretty much Liam Neeson. Yeah, well, I think it was, an, it was in Oregon. And her, his daughter's boyfriend was like, put her into sex trafficking. And yeah. so he got went and got her and rescued her. Mm-hmm. And then stabbed the boyfriend to death repeatedly, 
and hit him o- in the head with a cinder block and locked him in a trunk in a car and, and abandoned the car. And then they found it a year <laughs> later, and they were. I think it was more so that you just let this body rot here for a year, not so much you killed a guy. But we're like, holy fuck, this is real life taken. Yeah, he actually just got arraigned uh, like yesterday or day before. Yeah. I mean, at least dispose of the body, dude. Well, I mean, there's well, that that dude that that nature will do it. I don't want to get too far off subject, but remember, like, there's that kid that his karate instructor freaking kidnapped him, took him away, and then he got arrested for abusing this kid's son. And then, as they were bringing him back in the airport, the father oh, turned the, around the and father capped him like, in the yeah. yeah. Oh, he pulled a Jack Ruby. Yeah, yeah, he rubied him pretty much. Damn, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, no, That's he got. Old, I think he got acquitted one. for it. Maybe have just the minimal, like had to pick up trash on the highway for it or something. At the yeah. End of the day. Well, I mean, and rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. Because the highways are so so much. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because all these people are just throwing their fucking Whataburger bags out God. the window. Like, <laughs> I always have a plastic bag. I put all my trash in the plastic bag. I always have a little trash bag in my car, so I don't fucking. I can't. I can't. I'll throw stuff out the window. I mean, chuck shit out the except window. For child molesters. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be doing a minimum of what, seventy. What is it? Yeah. Clint Eastwood said the vo- buzzards got to eat, same as worms. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like something he would say. Did he say that in a movie or is that yeah, real Yeah, no, it was in a movie. I oh. it was a High Plains Drifter Let's or something. Be honest, I'm not sure which one it was. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I can see him saying that in real life, too. Yeah. Even at 90 years old, he's still like fucking hucking people out of windows. He is one <laughs> tough, grizzled old son of a bitch. Uh, hell, yeah, probably. I don't know. It at least looks like it. Maybe he doesn't even have to be. He has that Clint Eastwood squid and you're just like, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm like good. at the end of the day, like there's the guys like in this movie where there's like they're, they're martial arts experts and that's how they got the movie. And then you got like these guys that everybody's like, oh, man. Clint Eastwood seems so tough and 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 Brad Pitt's so dreamy and tough or whatever, but it's like these were the dudes that were in drama class in high school. Yeah, right? And it's not like everybody was like, that's a tough dude, you know? Yeah. He's got a point. He's got a point. That's fair. I just play a tough, rugged guy. Um, <laughs> now there was a guy at at Llama, he was a big, big old dude, bass player, and he was watching Clint Eastwood's son, who was in a jazz band. It's like so I was at the the baked potato of this jazz club and Look over and there's Clint Eastwood, like at the back of the at the very back of the venue, just leaning against the wall, watching his son and trying to stay the fuck away. And he looked over at me, and I don't know if he made the scowl or if he just perma scowls at this point, but he looked at me and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like the intimidation around him. I was like, He got to be three times the size. Like you're a hulking fucking dude, and just all it took was one little look from Clint Eastwood. He's like, Fuck. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's something to it. I guess if you can scare him away just by a look, you never even have to prove if you're tough or not. No. It works. I think that is tough. That is is the definition (laughs) of tough right there. Um, So, anyway, enter the dragon. Back to someone who had to use his fists instead of his looks (laughs) to intimidate. Um, So, they're they're on their way, right? So, now we have the scene where we're, like, getting on the boat, just like Mortal Kombat again, because they completely ripped off Enter the Dragon for the whole entirety of that game and movie series but um you meet a guy who says hey last time the kid does a tournament every three years last time i went to the tournament i was there with your sister because bruce lee's sister is also a fighter and so now we cut to that little flashback of like all these dudes trying to attack the sister and she's like running through town and kind of kicking the shit out of him a bit and then she runs and they catch up to her and she kicks the shit out of him all again and runs and that goes on and on and on it's like are these guys going to learn the fucking lesson like we're not going to get this woman until, of course, eventually she comes across 70s bodyguard mustache man, and uh, they end up killing his sister. But she's the one who puts the scar on bodyguard's face. And uh, 
because yeah, the the guy the the MI6 guy was like got a scar don't know how he got yeah, it yeah yeah don't know where that came from yeah. well it came from the sister oh she does he doesn't kill her that she gets quartered and she does a seppuku yeah she killed she, herself yes yeah right, and then look <laughs> yeah. on your face like, right no uh, yeah no uh, I know uh, what it man yeah. I, was, I was trying to think there's a couple I, I know very few Japanese words it's seppuku and bukaki and that's pretty much it yep and they're so similar. <laughs> um, even though they're Chinese, but still, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess. I don't know why they would seppuku them. That, that was like a samurai thing, right? Well, I imagine that it's not like you have to. Yeah, it doesn't only have to do that happen. If you're samurai. Like, I'm going to kill myself because I don't want to get raped by yeah. 12 dudes. I don't want to get addicted to heroin and sold into sex slavery. Right, yeah. right. I, it seems like a good way out. Um, so, yeah, we now we're... Uh, we meet John Saxon, as I mentioned, from the Elm Street franchise, and uh, so also Jim Kelly, who's the, the the black guy, the token black guy of the movie, who uh, was actually a a karate champion. So he's actually a tournament fighter in real life. Uh, he had all the black exploitation films, all the all the shafts and and the Dolomites. Like he was always one of the the guys in those big with uh, was Richard Roundtree. Is that the guy that did Shaft? Uh, yeah, yep. sure, sure. Yeah, sure. we'll go with you it. Yep. Look it up. I, <laughs> no, sorry, right. you guys are on your phones. I just I, uh, every time well, I pull mine up, it's just Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to uh, see mine. I just I can swipe to the side and go to other tabs. You see, I, I don't. Or have you any. just switch. I from just private, don't. Uh, I don't know why yeah, I would need another keep tab. Separate. <laughs> <laughs> another what? That what? No. <laughs> um, so we as we meet. Uh, John Saxon and Jim Kelly, we get both of their backstories. Like John Saxon was out golfing, and these guys come up because he owes the mob a bunch of money, so he beats them up and find out he has a gambling problem. Okay, Jim Kelly is on the run from the police, right? And because because so, he's black in the right. seventies, and he was yeah. I don't yeah, think which, which was, never. I mean, that's completely unrealistic, right? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> a white police officer is uh, abusing uh, people of color. I can't imagine a world that that would happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so now we they they're also they got these praying mantis on the boat. They have a praying mantis fight. They're not cockfighting. They're not dogfighting. They're prayers, man, have praying you seen mantis fighting. A praying mantis. You like, see in this movie. Atta- they, like I've seen videos of a praying mantis decapitating like, a hummingbird. Oh yeah, because they got those fucking spiny arms. Dude, they are. Yeah, they I don't are know if rid- you've seen Kung Fu Panda, but they are pretty badass. They are, <laughs> <laughs> they are ridiculously strong, like yeah. for their size. And if you were to like kind of scale that up, they would they would kill us. Oh, they I'm could sure. rip us apart. Because that's what I think. You even see it. Like one just completely rips yeah. the other one to pieces. Yeah, and of course, John Saxon bets on it because that's his thing. Well, yeah. Because he's got gambling. Anything he can place a bet on, he's going to place a bet on. It's like a, a Fred Flintstone. Bet, 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 bet. You remember those episodes? No. Like the, the, the animated. Flint, Fred Flint. Edit point. Yeah. <laughs> he Fred had a, Flintstone had a gambling problem. I did not know that. Yeah. Like somebody, I thought somebody that, would mention bet and he's like, bet? Bet? Hey, uh, tell you what, Fred. We'll play for a nickel if you want to bet. A bet? A bet? Huh, I don't remember that. I, I just remember thinking that the Flintstones and the Rubbles had a little swapsy do kind of well, thing going but on. Who yeah. wouldn't? I mean, those ladies are hot. Yeah. Right. Wilma? I know. That that set the standard for super hot women and slubby guys. That 
That like, started <laughs> my my fetish for uh, redheads. Wilma. Yeah. All right. Wilma and then uh, Jane Jetson. Oh yeah, they were also redheads. <laughs> um, uh, it was Peggy Bundy, I think, for me. Oh. I mean, I don't know why Al Bundy was always like, "Oh God, I don't want to," because I was like, "Hey, bud, I'm here for you." If you, need. <laughs> you, you need a pinch hitter, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can watch whatever you're into. I don't care. You sit there with the beer in one hand, your hand down the pants. <laughs> That's fine. Just don't come upstairs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, they had to have sewn her clothes on every episode, right? <laughs> it was actually just Peggy body Bundy. Yeah, no, I, it it might have been Peggy Bundy. Like, <laughs> they, I just, God damn, it was. Ew. <laughs> That's why she was so whiny all the time. She couldn't breathe. The fucking <laughs> clothes they had her in was terrible. And she wasn't wanting out of the clothes for sex. She just wanted them out so she could yeah. breathe. Yeah, it makes perfect she sense. Wanted to be free. I, yeah, it, just, it never made sense that she was like, "Oh, always wanting to have sex with Al," and I was like, "Oh, I don't think so." It's yeah. like that is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I married a redhead, so it's, uh, <laughs> if you want to cure your uh, uh, fetish for redheads, just marry one. <laughs> it goes away real quick. So no, no, no. See, I'm that, just that's kidding. that's why it's a fantasy. Yeah. If she's listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Wait, I just got this text. This so <laughs> um, but also on the boat, this bully fucking comes out of nowhere and starts like pushing people around and being a big asshole. Um, of course, we got to have some conflict to show Bruce Lee right away. You got to establish his toughness. Yeah, he's so, a dude from New Zealand. Yeah, he right? was from New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, which he probably just picks on hobbits all the time while he's there. <laughs> so he's like, man, I'm, I'm pretty tough. So he, you know, I can understand where he's coming. <laughs> so, hobbits and sheep. Yeah. Oh, so many sheep. Um, so he's picking on this guy. Bruce Lee kind of gets in his face and uh, doesn't want to fight him. But he goes, "What? What's your fighting style?" And he's like, "Oh, my fighting style is fighting without fighting." Like, well, conversation. What? Yeah. My fighting style is Clint Eastwood scout. No, uh, but he goes fighting without fighting. The guy goes, "Well, show me. Let me let me see what that's about." And he goes, "Well, not here. We don't have any room on this boat with all these fucking people around. Why don't we take the little rowboat to that island right over there, so we can have room and I'll, and I'll show you all about it." And he's like, "All right." And he climbs down into the boat, and Bruce Lee just pulls the rope and sends him out, drifting away. And so there you go, fighting without fighting. Got rid of the problem. <laughs> like I remember when I first saw the movie, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's so funny. Bruce Lee's such a genius. But like, how how dumb do you have to be to be like, okay, we're on this boat that has a motor that is driving through the ocean. But yeah, let's get on this rowboat, go to an island, and then hope to ever catch this boat yeah, again. Yeah, get like, back to the motor. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Also, why would you go first? Yeah, it, yeah. none of it. None of it made sense. Yeah, and then and Bruce Lee hands it to like the little kid, and he's like, "Here, have fun with it." Yeah, and the, the way the, the boat is that little boat is taken on water. I'm pretty sure yeah. that dude drowned to death. Did we see him again? No, we never <laughs> see him again. I mean, they held onto the rope so he didn't like completely drift. They probably just didn't want to lose the boat. So like, he once he drowned, they just pulled it back in. Yeah. Like, yeah, still got this little useless boat that doesn't. And stay then they afloat. just they chucked his body out the fucking side like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if we ever see him again. But yeah, they don't just let it loose completely. They hang onto the rope and. There's that, but so now we get the, the 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 banquet scene. I guess when they first get to the island, you know, there's this big party and everybody's eating and there's scantily clad women and dancing and music and everything. Uh, Han shows up, gives a little speech about, "Yay, I love having these tournaments. Thanks for coming and doing this. Enjoy yourselves." And then he 
disappears. Oh, no, he throws up apples. And there's a lady with these little knives. So he'll throw an apple and she throws her knife. And then by the time the person catches an apple, their little knife is stuck in it. That's not fucking scary at all. Right. That's <laughs> totally normal. I just like when he walks in, like there's dudes like sumo fighting and there's like a thousand yeah. birds in cages <sighs> and everything just stops. Like, dude, and it's not like they just stop and turn and watch. Like everybody just freezes where they're at. Yeah. Like even the birds. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he walks off, they're like, okay, back to yeah. wrestling, <laughs> back to <laughs> resumed right where they left off. No one even it's like they didn't see the apple thing. It's like, yeah. <laughs> God, every three years we got to fucking do this shit. <laughs> like, what is it like between? Like, are they yeah. just this Training. is constantly what's happening? Like, just, <laughs> they're all practicing getting, getting the, sumo right. the sumo wrestlers like time clock punch in, go and wrestle each other. At the end of the day, they punch back out. It's like the Bugs Bunny cartoons where they're chasing each other and then yeah. oh, oh, quit <laughs> time, time and they're their best friends after that. Well, or lunch like, break union rules. Like yeah. when the boss is in his office or whatever and they're practicing this, or there's just like one person's like, all right, red light, and then everybody yeah. pauses. <laughs> Okay, green light. Green light. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't, it's a strict training regime. But you can't expect them to just be able to do that every three years. Like, I think there's got to be a lot of practice in oh, between. Of course. <laughs> I mean, there's girls and their apples flying. They're throwing knives all know. over the place. I guess people can't see me throwing knives. But <laughs> if you were here it's to see be me, perfect. He, was, he was throwing knives <laughs> just all around. There aren't even any apples about, and he's chucking knives. Um, so it turns out that Knife Girl is a spy. That works with the same organization. So Bruce Lee's supposed to meet up with her because nah. she's been gathering information and it's going to help him with his quest. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his quest of getting it wet, I guess. I'm not sure. Conquest. I don't know that one. This oh. is not weird at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right I'm now. Definitely going to cut that yep. part out. All right. Edit point. <laughs> Okay, so next day we get to the actual tournament. First one is Williams, uh, Jim Kelly. Oh, we do. This is the boat bully. The New Zealander is back, so we do see him again. Uh, and he pretty much beats him up and knocks him out immediately. Like, it's pretty instantaneous. <laughs> uh, so next is uh, John Saxon, Mr. Gambling Addiction. And he was making a bet. Well, he's making a bet on Jim Kelly's fight. Got that. And then when he's walking out and Jim Kelly's coming back to the sea, he's like, okay, so... I'm going to pretend to lose to really drive up the odds with this guy that I've been betting with. So you have to place a bet once he gets a 20 to one, then you place a bet on me and all. So he keeps like getting knocked down and getting fucked up. And until he, uh, every time he looks over at Jim Kelly, he's like, Nope. So then he gets in there and the dude kicks him in the face and knocks him to the ground again. Looks over. Nope. <laughs> Goes in again, gets beat up, looks over. He's like, so then he gets up and like just immediately fucking knocks the dude out. <laughs> it was like, that. it was like, it was like a, uh, what was the fucking pool movie with the hustling Tom Cruise? Oh, uh, uh, Color of Money? Yeah. And in, in, in the guy. Also, White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul yeah, Newman. Yeah, That's a good movie. I actually uh, watched, I mean, it, it's probably seven or eight months ago, but somewhat recent because, I mean, I originally saw it as a child growing up. Right. You know, but rewatched it. It's, call, me, call me wrong, say it's wrong, but it's a good movie. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so yeah, yeah. I have to rewatch it to yeah. see what. But it, yeah, just maybe. And also, a part a of it is that, is that the the gambling guy they were in Vietnam together. That's part of the. the Did they say the, that? Yeah, like I that's that. what because they knew each other like when they were on the boat, and then they talked about Vietnam for. Oh, okay. So, so that they they knew each other prior to this, apparently. So that's why they are so close buds and helping each other bet on shit. Right. Makes sense. All right. So now they get their first night. 
uh, bringing around ladies to all the fighters' rooms. Oh, well. So we get to Jim Kelly, of course, because he's a black guy. He goes, okay, I want you, uh, you, 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 and you. Sorry, uh, bit tired today. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Sorry, ladies, if I left yeah. you out, but this yeah. is... Yeah, this is just I'm a little bit tired. Like, yeah, of course. And then John <laughs> Saxon wants the lady that works for Han that's bringing the the sex workers around. I don't want any of them. I want you. And they end up having a little affair during this whole Ooh. thing. Yeah. And how shitty is it that it's like the... the the woman that is the madam that is controlling uh-huh. all of these women is white, and then all the girl, all oh, the rest right. of the girls are Asian. You know, yeah. it's like, well, that's probably historically accurate. Probably, and weird that the white guy's like, no, white lady, white, white lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of course she comes to Bruce Lee's room, and he goes, no, 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 none of them. I want this lady, and he holds up one of the little knives because he knows that he needs. Uh, he, want, he wants knife lady. Well, because he knows he has to make contact with her. So it's, oh, it's for work. Yeah, it's, it's for work. I swear. So do you? How do you? How do you write that off on, on, a, on a per thrust basis? <laughs> no, well, no. Uh, cost of condoms. My time is not cheap. Cost, <laughs> plan B was fifty bucks. We got a <laughs> very weak pullout game. Fast, yeah. but very. Yeah, weak. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even have time to try to pull out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't ah. pull out when it's on the in stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Maybe I'm a master of Kung Fu, I guess. <laughs> Every time he does this little scream, he's like, ah, again? <laughs> Already? Um, all right. So he goes out exploring, though. You know, he puts on his, like, black leotard thing and goes sneaking around the island and and uh, finds this underground lair, like a manhole cover thing. He, he moves and, and gets down there, but... They uh, these guards catch him. He beats the shit out of these guards and sneaks out and gets back to his room. Um, the next day, the guards get put into the ring because Han's like, "Well, they failed at their fucking uh, job, so we got to fight them." They all. were just practice, essentially. I guess uh, an exhibition fight. So we get Bolo Young coming in, uh, who's still just massive as fuck. And this is seventy three, and we see him again in Bloodsport in nine. That was ninety eighty nine or ninety. I, I I mean that's. Fucking eighteen years later, almost, and he's still, and he's I, bigger. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck, boy? Still got them supple lips. So too. yeah, <laughs> his nipples were more. <laughs> and you, you know, know, in this movie, they they were at about a you know a ten degree angle down, and then in eighty nine, they were they were pushing like forty. <laughs> you know, let's not judge him. Breastfeeding is hard, and it takes a toll on the body. Fair enough. Fair enough, old balloon. But he he beats the fuck out of all the guards. I think kills one or two of them. Like, there's some neck snapping probably. Oh, yeah. So Bruce Lee's first fight in the tournament is against O'Hara, who uh, did his uh, demonstration of breaking a bunch of boards. And Bruce Lee says, yeah, boards don't hit back. <laughs> Which I know you love to pull that out, but he actually says it. Did and, he actually yes. say it? Oh, And my so God. that's why in Bloodsport. Is that why Bolo, Bolo Young says Young goes, it? Brick, Brick don't no hit, hit back. back. It's because he got it from fucking Bruce Lee here in this. A little, a little dolphin. Yeah, little, like, well, I only get one line. God, make it <laughs> so, fucking count. Yeah. You know what? Based off of that, I I would watch and then rewatch this movie. Yeah. Based <laughs> off of that, right there. That alone. Bolo Young nipples and that line. I mean, anytime I got a chance to see his nips. 
Internet's Pass that up. Internet's a thing, man. <laughs> in fact, isn't that what's on your your lock screen right now? Um, <laughs> God bless the internet. I don't have to wear out my VHS yeah. fast forwarding. To <laughs> yeah, you can only do that so Where much. Where the noops? <laughs> so, so of course, I mean, he's supposed to be the super badass bodyguard, the number one guy of Han and Bruce. Like, it just embarrasses the shit yeah. out of him. Every time he goes for one of his big moves, he just like sidesteps and counter punches, and he's just like toying with him the whole time. Um, this is when he does a big sidekick and sends him sailing into other guys and knocks them all over and fucks everyone up. Um, so he gets up, smashes a bottle, and comes after him with the bottle. Well, yep. that's not going to go well because then he fucking kicks him a bunch more times and knocks him down. And does the jump up thing that he, they did in Dragon a lot where he's jumping that? up and coming down on people's oh, chests. Yeah. yeah. And then the little twist at the end. That's the little- thing. He's like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, the twist at the end always gets me. Yeah. I mean, that's. Oh wait, are we talking about the movie? <laughs> oh, no. I can't. Never mind. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we said it. Yeah, not. We didn't say it at the tip. We said it then. <laughs> All right. So now Jim Kelly gets called into Han's office because he thinks that Jim Kelly was the one out spying, mm-hmm. who beat up his guards, and so calls guards in to try to get him, but he beats the shit out of the guards, and he's like, okay, well. Uh, join me then. Why don't you join my organization? And he refuses. So now Han fights him and literally beats him to death. And you can tell there's something weird about his hand. His left hand, he has a glove. He has gloves on. And every time uh, Jim Kelly goes to hit, and he blocks with his left hand, it like hurts Jim Kelly. You can tell it's like something going on with his hand. So they're starting to hint at it. And then after the fight, he takes it off, and he's got a fucking metal hand on, which. How are you moving your fucking arms like that if one of them has like a fucking 10-pound metal weight on the end of it? You'd think he'd be like drooping to one side or one would be a little bit slower moving. I imagine you get used to it. I I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been constantly exercising one hand more than the other since I was about 14 (laughs) years old. So I feel like I could have a steel (laughs) hand at the end of there and and probably. Okay, fair enough. Um. And then with the invention of the internet, the mouse was always oh, on the right. Oh. So I got good with my left, so I'm yeah. pretty well in the next Wait, in, in, what, in what manner did, did you get good working the mouse with your left? Uh, uh, no, I was I, I just had to work the mouse with my right, and uh, I got good at other things with my left. See, I yeah. went the other way. Oh, really? You yeah. moved the mouse? That would yeah. have been... You know, I, it, it would have been the easy solution at the beginning, but I believe... <laughs> I am great at typing with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean really i think if if more things were tied to porn like if i could only access pornography by speaking spanish i would be bilingual as shit right now. <laughs> i mean i, I don't no, know along the same lines like on like i've gotten so much practice at typing searching for porn and i mean we're talking back you know 15 16 17 years old like get a lot of practice you know it, it's they're you know usually short phrases but that's what sticks that is what sticks. <laughs> you know, now, now that we're completely to off topic, I yeah. think that this needs to be something we need. We need to have like uh, how to use Excel with pornography and teaching yeah. dudes like how. Oh, need to learn PowerPoint? Let us show you how with pornography. Yeah. Porn. So many dudes Dude, would be that's it. <laughs> masters. That's it. <laughs> I think we've we've really stepped. We might have touched on something. Maybe, maybe edit this out. I don't want anybody to steal it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Million dollar idea. Proprietary. Um, okay, so he beats Jim Kelly to death with his metal hand. But this was supposed to be John Saxon's character, 
according to the script. But since he's the white guy that Hollywood forced into this movie, they're like, nah, you know, we can't kill him off. So they changed it and beat the black guy to death. Oh, who's surprised by the black guy <laughs> yeah, being the first yeah. one to die? <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, you can't even be like, oh, of course they killed the black guy. But nope, it was supposed to be the white guy. And the white guy was like, no. Like, yeah. okay. They're like, all right, the white guy dies. And yeah. then everybody's like, that doesn't seem right. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's kill the black guy. Rewrite. <laughs> My Stallone impressions fucking It's fine terrible. None of our impressions are ever good So it's okay It fits right in um, Alright so Now he takes John Saxon Down into the underground That Bruce Lee had discovered Shows him everything The, the opium den The women Where The just cell The like jail cells He has down there Of people And like his whole Creepy operation And wants him to join now but he sees Jim Kelly's body hanging above this water tank. And I kind of expected fucking the shark from Ace Ventura. <laughs> That's not Snowflake! That's not Snowflake! Um, but he just cuts the rope and the body falls in. Pretty anticlimactic, really. I mean, he's already dead. Yeah, it seems oh, well, just, that's it's no fun. production. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, well, you know. He just dropped a body into a pool of water that now you have to fish out and take out from your underground lair. Like, you just made war work for your goons. That's all you did. Well, I mean, well, there, if you're paying them there, a salary, you got you got to make them. Are work. there like <laughs> sea bass with lasers or something down there? Like, I <laughs> mean, is something going to eat it down nothing, there? Because nothing that makes responded sense. when he fell in. Like, there nothing came swimming around. Well, and, I mean, it's not everything has to be as dramatic as a shark. It could just be, I don't he, know, the, the ocean bottom dwellers that he are going to yeah, eat. Yeah, he could have like had a bunch some crabs of lobsters down there. Down there. Yeah, That's lobsters true. that you are going to eat it over the and next then nine he, months. Eventually, gets like the the crustaceans on his face, and he ends up looking like someone from that second Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Like Ooh, Barnacle Bill, those. yeah. No, I've seen those and the Davy Jones locker boat when they come up and they're all like half sea creatures. <laughs> I'm just gonna put the bodies down here until uh, yeah. until oh, what's his face? Until Johnny Depp shows <laughs> yeah, up. Until Johnny Depp shows up. It's, this is gonna make sense later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when Disney's making the Pirates movies, like thank God for Hans Island, we found <laughs> everybody we needed right here. You know, I thought he was crazy, but he was a genius. <laughs> Saved a whole lot on special effects. <laughs> so Bruce Lee goes back out that night, goes to the same trap door that he found, but this time there's a snake on top of it because they knew how he got in the night before, right? So he used, has this bag, his little spy bag. He d- takes all the stuff out and has his bag and puts his hand in it and then uses that to grab the snake. And uh, actually, they did 10 takes of it. And he only got bit once. He was able to oh. fucking get the snake ten, <laughs> nine out of ten times. It's like, but they just wanted to keep going until he got bit. They're like, I, no, seriously, let's see. Uh, like, <laughs> it wasn't fluid enough, or you fucked up your line. I don't even have a line here. What are you talking about? <laughs> How do or, you get a snake to stay? Yeah. Like, my dog won't stay. <laughs> like, my kids don't well, that's stay. What snakes that coil up and they hiss and rattle and. No, well, certain snakes. I guess they don't what generally. What kind of snake like, was it? Was it a, was like a cobra? I don't. Even I don't recall. I think it was a rattle. Did it have a? I'm going to be honest. When I was watching the movie, I was pretty sober when it started, and I was not when it ended. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. I've seen it before, but it had been a long time prior. So all right. So now he he has the snake in the bag, and he goes back through the lair. There's a room with the guards. You know, the surveillance room. Throws the snake in there, so they freak out and run off. Um, he gets in there and sends out a wire about what's going on. Uh, but this does also set off an alarm, and he's like, oh, fuck, now I set this off. 
and he has to fight his way out. And here comes every fucking guard in the whole island. He has uh, the final tally is fifty-one people. Fifty-one. Fifty-one opponents he beats up. And in do this you know scene. that because you counted, or I mean, is that uh, trivia, no, I, I or is that, that somehow established in the movie? Uh, no, uh, I took that from the most credible source of the news, the internet movie IMD. database. Okay, it says there are fifty-one. Well, I somebody might have else to did the counting Wikipedia. for me. You want you can check it, <laughs> uh, Bruce Lee cave fight, and see what it says. But one of these people is Jackie Chan. Oh, in one of his early roles, and I was—I even knew it, and I was looking and looking. I—I I could never see. Him. You can't uh, tell. But at one point, he has the two—the two sticks, the short sticks. I think they—they they, they call them lightning sticks or whatever. You just like bludge mm-hmm. the shit out of people, and I—he uh, ac- accidentally actually clocked Jackie Chan in the head, <laughs> and he said, "All right, my bad." Uh, I want you to be working on every movie I make from here on oh, out. Oh, shit. And then died immediately. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so fuck. Never got to follow Just to him. own Jackie yeah, Chan. Just <laughs> <laughs> I got him so good. What were Bruce Lee's final words? <laughs> fuck Jackie Chan. <laughs> if I had a nickel for everybody I yeah. saw die that said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them killed by Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, then. Uh, that would make sense. <laughs> uh, he does eventually get apprehended by Han. So the next morning, he's put up against John Saxon. He's like, okay, you two fucking guys that are causing all this trouble on my island, you two fight each other. And they both say, no, we're not going to do that. Um, so then, all right, fucking bring back in Bolo Young and his nipples. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got a real kick his ass sea bass moment here, <laughs> but he fails because John Saxon somehow, the the random old dude police guy from Nightmare on Elm Street is somehow a better fighter than Bolo Young. He even kicks him in the nuts a bunch. There's, oh, we got some nut trauma. There's some nut trauma God in this. Damn. There is. I mean, there's no way in real life that John fucking Saxon would ever beat up Bolo Young, but. That's the beauty of movie choreography, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and you know, he was in Vietnam. He saw some things. He saw and some, some stuff. He man. was in the war <laughs> he, he in got Vietnam. Into, yeah, he got into a, a flashback mode and just like no, just, went ham on him. I just went Rambo, I guess. I imagine. Could be that would make sense. Um, so now that Bolo's beat up, just he, everybody. Every, so because when we first got to his island, he had like the ranks of guys out there practicing their. Their karate forms, you know, huh, huh, like the the sea of a hundred guys standing in formation doing their stuff, and the white geese. So he has a whole army of of karate dudes, and so everybody runs in and uh, big like free for all karate fights, sort of like when you see sword fights in in movies where like Braveheart, where just these two teams of hundreds of people run in and it's just chaos, except this time it's kicking instead of swords. <laughs> and so this whole breaks out, and it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I could be, I could see, like, Americans going, these kung fu moves are pretty fucking cool. Look at this shit. Like, this is a huge scene. It should probably be mentioned that no small part of this is the guys, like, no guns allowed on my island. And I'm sure when it all started coming up, falling apart, he was probably like, you know, I should have really rethought really, my, yeah. my gun. You know what would really help right now? <laughs> this could have all been over Kicks an hour are really and a half ineffective. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turns out uh, you can kick a guy a whole lot of times, but it takes one bullet. Yeah. <laughs> one well-placed bullet. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um so spy lady, the knife lady, had, had snuck off and she was letting all the prisoners out from the underground dwelling. So that's the other 
Braveheart army that's coming up against the karate guys. That's and of course they're all in black prison uniforms, and so you get the white karate guys. It's weird because the bad guys are in white, oh, the good that's... guys are in black. Hmm. All right, real. Uh, Which actually makes more sense because yeah. the islands Johnny are Cash. hot, and oh. uh, you don't want the sun beating down on you trying to take your thunder while you're fighting. Yeah. I would much rather be in a cooler white white outfit. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Absolutely, or enough. speedos. How yeah. we started I mean, the movie, that's yeah. Out. Well, then you got to worry about. Sunburn. I mean, you got to worry about. Yeah, they, oh man, the tan you would be in a Yeah, they all just take off their their white and black uniforms, and, and then everybody's just in their the underwear. Like, who are we fighting again? Wait, like, who's I who don't now? know what's yeah. happening. Our speedos are all the same color. We did not think this through. <laughs> Costume designer, you you fucked us up. Um. White and black. Underwear. <laughs> yeah, oh. Except they have the opposite. No. Yeah, they're, they're wearing the black, but they've got the white <laughs> underwear. underwear. Yeah. It's just fruit of the loom. <laughs> good old His or brown? Tidies. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, but Bruce Lee's just running around, and again, I I kept thinking like this looks like the Lord of the Rings sword fights or whatever, where you always focus on the one guy's like I'm going to kill this guy, I'm going to stab this one, I'm going to run this one through, and he's like taking out twenty people. Just also, but it's that's Bruce Lee, but it's his legs instead of a sword. He's like kicking this guy, and I'm kicking this guy. I'm gonna spin kick this dude and kick that one in the chest, and I'm kicking this one over a table. I'm kicking. Well, also remember, with every kick, they're also getting that dick. Oh, they're getting the (laughs) swinging around the old dick kick. So it's double, (laughs) so fast you don't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I. Just, just then, hitting people and making slick spots. I mean, it's really your best weapon. <laughs> Talking to the, the extras afterwards, like, I mean, he just kicked me in the face and I flew over a table, but I swear I felt two. <laughs> there were definitely two blows. Big old mushroom bruise yeah. on the side of his face. Like, I don't know what happened. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's weird. Every time Bruce Lee kicks someone, they have the uh, purple stamp. <laughs> I don't understand. It doesn't match his foot. Yeah. It's so weird that it doesn't that look like a footprint at all. So fast. <laughs> just just extras wrapped up in blankets with a hot drink in their hand. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I'll never eat a mushroom again. Um, all right, so now Han opens this little box and takes out this bear claw and not, not the donut. Oh, damn. An actual bear claw and screws that onto his fake hand <laughs> and runs out there just rawr at people. <laughs> rawr. I mean... Worst handy ever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I know this guy was supposed to be one of their monks. He's supposed to be this badass, but this actor does not know how to fight and it's really apparent. Um, so he tries to go up against Bruce Lee, who like dodges and like knocks his hand so it sticks into this piece of wood, and he can't get it, can't get it out. So he has to take the bear claw off <laughs> and leave it stuck in this fucking box or whatever that was there for no reason. And um, he runs off. Bruce falls. Here we go through his hall of hands, as I call it, where they're just like all these glass boxes full of the multitudes of different hand devices. I guess that he has at his disposal far fewer fleshlights than I would have expected. I, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you would want that to be the hand. I wouldn't think. I don't. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want it to be a bear claw. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Or the Wolverine claws he puts uh, on. Yeah. yeah. 
That's that's even worse. So yeah, he gets another another claw hand, more fighting. Gets like Bruce gets the claws across the face and the chest, and that's why you like pretty famous picture of Bruce Lee. I think it's like one of the main posters where he has the three scratches on his chest and his cheek, and he's in the the black pants. Is that what that picture's from? Yeah. From this? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, that, I'm familiar with that. That and yeah. when he faced the Wolverine. Uh, yeah. X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Seven or whatever movie that was. All, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, Bruce Lee would be tough enough. Wolverine's like, these claws are supposed to cut through anything. What the f- what the fuck is it's too fast? <laughs> These mushrooms, Bruce, keep healing. <laughs> Thank God for that. God damn it! So, they, those that that snake they put on the manhole cover was not the most dangerous snake on the island. I'll tell you that right now. They can only show that snake. Yeah, they yeah, 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 keep yeah, the PG thirteen yeah. rating. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming it was PG-13. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, this doesn't seem like an R-rated. No. Well, there was one scene of boobs. You could get away with PG- I think It seemed like you could get away 70s. with more of that in the 70s than in you 70s could. In 70s, PG-13, they didn't really know what it was. Oh, that's probably PG. They, they may not have even had the Might rating have been system PG. in the 70s. Yeah, when we did Clash of the Titans, that was a PG movie, and there were tits all over that. The old Harry Hamlin one? I mean, they're just tits. They're just, just tits. boobs. Exactly, and... I mean, more women should just have them out so that it's I know. normal, you know? Like, why is it that a bare <laughs> breast is so terrible, but we can watch 40 people get beat the shit and murdered? Eh, PG's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the oh. fuck? And oh, and they're talking rated about... R. It rated is rated R. R. Yeah. Uh, for sex and nudity, moderate. Mm-hmm. Violence and gore, moderate. Profanity, mild. What's the difference? I don't fucking know. Uh, alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Ooh. Probably the heroin. Moderate. Yeah, there's a lot of heroin. Fighting in intense scenes. Moderate. It's just a lot of moderation. Good things in moderation. Good things in moderation. <laughs> and Bruce what's Lee the difference between moderate and mild? I have. I, it's, it's just like with salsa. What yeah, the fuck is the difference the between thing. medium and mild? I was just about to say that exact thing. God damn it. Because uh, one of them fucks me up the next day, and I don't know which one. <laughs> Medium. I think mild because they can't put weak. <laughs> I don't want to offend people. Because it's, it's, yeah, you can't put this is for white people. There's white, on that. Yeah. <laughs> white people. Uh, this is what we call tomato water. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tomatoes are still tasty. That's we put fine. chunks in this V8 for you. Yeah. On your yeah. <laughs> Actually, just boiled a little bit. <laughs> you know, you heard of cottage cheese? Well, same thing, but with tomato sauce. <laughs> Um, all right, so after he, he cuts up Bruce a little bit with his Wolverine claws, he goes through this face. Oh, well, first, Wolver- uh, Wolverine, fuck. <laughs> Who is not in this movie? Bruce Lee gets, or a, he? gets a spear <laughs> and fucking and, and hucks the spear at Han, who dodges it, and it goes through this wall, right? So obviously it's a fake wall, and that's where the, the secret door that goes into the Hall of Mirrors, which... I think that's uh, this is the the thing that like this has been parodied in a bunch of stuff. The the room full of mirrors and he has to start breaking all the mirrors to find out yeah, which just, is a reflection, which is actually Han. But and John Wick three is pretty much the same. John Wick the three same does scene it, yeah. is that right? I mean, yeah, almost exactly. <laughs> um, I, it's just it's been done in a whole lot. Uh, but I mean, at the time, that's a, that's a fucking brilliant idea. And uh, I mean, the amount of time it probably took the film crew. 
you've got a room made out of nothing but mirrors and you have to set up multiple angles for a fight scene in which none of your crew or equipment reflects in any of those mirrors. Oh yeah. I hadn't thought about that. That's that's pretty impressive. (laughs) Um, so yeah, big infamous, I guess, mirror thing. He, 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 Comes out of nowhere because Bruce Lee can't tell what's going on. Cuts him up a few more times until he finally is like, oh, yeah, the beginning of this movie. You have to break down the false images. (laughs) So then he just starts punching every Han he sees and breaking all the mirrors. So then obviously he can tell what's a reflection and what's not. And, of course, gets a hold of Han and beats the absolute shit out of him. And uh, it's a really fucking cool scene. I think Bruce Lee had a... Whether he was a real true martial artist or just a movie star, you know, uh, either way, he came up with some fucking cool concepts that have now been used in enough movies and video games and everything else are commonplace now. But, I mean, he fucking thought the shit up. And I I think that's that alone. You know what? Bruce Lee, you fucking rule. I'll give him that. Uh, Yeah. Um, So he uh, he gets we get the big sidekick. That's what how he finally he's beating Han up. And he does the giant flying sidekick that's a big token Bruce Lee move. It looks fucking excellent on camera, so I'm going to use it in every movie possible, of course. Just makes a kebab out of him. Yeah, and kicks, <laughs> kicks him onto the spear and fucking kebabs him. And then I want to sing Flight of the Concords. <laughs> I'll buy you a kebab. Was that yeah. the... Most beautiful. Girl in, most beautiful girl in the room, yeah. Yeah, most beautiful girl I've ever seen with a kebab. <laughs> But it's just Han hanging from a spear. Um, so yeah, that's how we, that's how he kills the guy. Uh, and of course, when he lands on it, the revolving fake door spins around, so you get the dead body on the spear spinning around. Sometimes it's smear, sometimes it's not. And I think I just the camera works in, in this fight scene is really fucking excellent. Um, so he gets back up to the main ground. Of course, all the prisoners who have been living like 20 to a cell and eating nothing, somehow have beat up an entire trained army of martial artists. Well, you know, I mean, it's... Uh, I guess if you got to go back in the cell, you'll probably fight a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they got nothing the, to lose. They, yeah. they took the Tom Hardy approach. There we go. Yeah, they did. A, they pulled a Bronson. <laughs> Not on my ass! Not on my ass! <laughs> uh, so, John Saxon looks over at him. Bruce Lee looks back to give each other a thumbs up. We focus in. For some reason, the camera focuses on the bear claw still sticking out of the top of this box. And it even has fur on it because yeah, it literally <laughs> is a bear claw. It has fur and the fur is like blowing in the wind. It's like, what the fuck? And then credits. Why we needed to focus on the bear claw for our like ending dramatic shot. I, every time you say bear claw, I just think of. A donut? Pastries. Yeah, I, know. yeah, I can't get that out of my mind. It's like, he screwed a, a, a pastry on his head? And then just, uh, he held his other hand up like just a minute. <laughs> Started Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Hell yeah. Get a turkey leg on there. Or something. He takes a bear cloth, puts a turkey leg <laughs> on. The, the Renaissance <laughs> Festival ones. <that> are, <laughs> you want some? <laughs> no. I don't want to eat your fake hand. No, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks. Is that a jelly? You got a jelly on there? Yeah. <laughs> and then his response was the difference between jam and jelly. <laughs> oh. oh man. I every time I kept hearing that joke and I would actually try to think about well, because jelly's more of a refined yep. sugar and jams. <laughs> yep. And they're like, no. I can't jelly a dick in your ass. Yeah, that, I was like, oh god damn it, I even knew it. <laughs> 
I knew it was coming and I was helpless to stop it. That's what she said. (laughs) Hey, once you cross that threshold, it's coming out. Wow. So this was an episode about a martial arts movie, but it really turned out to be about anything but. I think. (laughs) Anything but. (laughs) I think think there's something all three of us need to look into on a personal level. (laughs) What, therapy? We've all all learned a lot about ourselves. (laughs) I don't know, but you'd better stop Al Bundy and your hand down your pants over there. <laughs> I didn't know that being a part of this meant me being constant con- eye contact with you. <laughs> he, he does like to make the strong eye contact, and I'm like intimidated. I'm like, uh... It, it's okay. I know this, this is for the listeners, but right now we're in a room together, so I'm talking to you guys. So no, I'm going to look at you when I'm talking yeah, to you. Yeah. Also, while I touch myself. Don't make it weird. <laughs> It's, it wasn't weird here until you said it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that, anyway, that's the end of Enter the Dragon. Now, now's the part we go around, give our thoughts, and tell whether we think this is rewatchable or not. And we'll start with with Anthony. Well, I've I've rewatched it a few times. Uh, I hadn't seen it in years, and uh, I joked with Nick. I said that I thought that this was a Shrek spinoff, an adult Shrek spinoff about donkey and dragons. Uh, family. He did I, enter the dragon. He they did, did enter have the dragon. Weird little the donkey dragon babies. But uh, no, I think. I mean, this is a good movie to watch. Like if you're drinking or whatever, you just want to watch something, have something on the TV. <laughs> it's not like you're gonna have to be like emotionally attached to it while you're watching. You can walk in at any point of this movie and be like, oh, there's some, there's nipples and there's now he has a bear claw. <laughs> there's a bear claw. There's a uh, yeah. So I mean, that I dude think, got kicked in the face. I think it is. Sure. But how long is the movie? It's like. What, two hours, hour and a half, something? It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not very long. I think it was like an hour 40 or something. I, yeah. Because I, I, I always take that into consideration. He does. It's he streaming does. on HBO Max. That's where I watched it. Mm. Which I encourage. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't HBO Max is a pretty good thing because they always have brand new movies on there. So I've, I, that's where I found it. Hour 42. Hour 42. All right. Yeah, right. not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So you have it on. I, apparently, start sober and end up wasted with it. Shit. As you're you saying. Mean, yeah. Well, well 42, yeah. I got a bad problem with like i get distracted so then i gotta rewind it to where i was at oh right and i got kids and i got you know uh irritable bowel syndrome so it could take me a long time (laughs) fair enough it's not irritable bowel syndrome i just love tacos (laughs) it's kind of uh, what's the difference i go for medium salsa frankly (laughs) medium (laughs) medium get out of here with that all right, Brandon. All right, spoiler alert. Yep. You've never seen the movie? Yep, Co- the coach is calling that. Yeah. But goddamn, if I had like a 16th as much fun watching the movie as I did us just talking about it, yeah, it's fucking watchable and then rewatchable. Well, just for that Bolo Young line alone. Mm-hmm. His yeah, one alone, and only line. Alone, yeah, that sold it. <laughs> and then the rest of the movie, yeah. It's, All right. It's rewatchable, man. It, it it's, sounds pretty goddamn good. Well, you could borrow it if you want. I don't have a DVD player. Of course, outdated technology. Me and my standard definition DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've always liked this one. Uh, I've seen, I think there are four Bruce Lee movies, if you count the part of Game of Death that he was in. Um, or maybe four, and then that was... It's, anyway, uh, I saw That's like... It? The world only has four Bruce Lee movies? Yeah. Damn. Well, he was uh, he was in the Green Hornet TV yeah. show for a while, so he was I forget the name, the sidekick guy's okay. name, uh, Kato. Kato, that's it. Yeah. Oh, he was. And was uh, he he was in there before he got the movie parts, wasn't he? He was yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. into Hollywood. So because that's where he was Kato. 
Yeah. I didn't know Kato that. Kato was such a big character in, in China, they didn't even call it the Green Hornet. They called it the Kato Show because they loved mm-hmm. him so much. So then when he w- went back, uh, they they grabbed him. He started making movies there because he was, he was a big bankable star there. And then. All right. So we got four movies, but you got a whole TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen him. I mean, I think this is by far his best one, but it's always a great time when he pulls out nunchucks. Anytime Bruce Lee has a set of nunchucks in his hand, you're in for a good time. Uh, whether or not he's legit badass or he's purely just movie badass, either way, he's fucking badass. He makes he's, it look cool. He's great to watch. Just like when you watch Jackie Chan, you know it's all a movie, but goddamn, he's what an athletic little fucker. And look at how do you even do this shit? This is amazing. Uh, I enjoy Bruce Lee movies. And so this, I think is by far the best one of them all. All right. So highly rewatchable uh, above uh, aforementioned reasons, nipples and bear claws. Oh my, but, and like you said, it's like, I mean, I never questioned Bruce Lee's badassery, but even if, if he wasn't as badass as everybody's, his legend would say, it's still he he defined a whole movie like, genre. Yeah, genre of movies that yeah. I mean there's old samurai movies and stuff but you know I think he brought it. We wouldn't have the video games, we wouldn't have the movies we have today without wouldn't it. Wouldn't have anything. Yeah. Uh and again the scene where he just stands there and kicks 40 fucking people back to back <laughs> to back like okay, that's pretty awesome. Or the K fight with 51, 51 exactly opponents. Yeah, definitely watchable, rewatchable. Definitely get yourself some Enter the Dragon. Uh, don't go to Pornhub for Enter the Dragon. That's, that's a, different, a totally different that's a different thing, thing altogether. Um, but there was fifty-one dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Well, you got to you got to blend the two, and that's that's the commonality. Yeah, that, that's, that's the one they chose, <laughs> not the underground layer of the island. No, no, no fifty-one dudes. Because I've seen one with dudes. snakes and fifty-one dudes. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Got to get one more in there. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> well, that's what the director said. Anyway, um, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter. There, watch party. You can and email then you us. You might want to question everything else in your life yeah. if you yeah. like what you heard. <laughs> email us at rewatchparty at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think about Bruce Lee or Shrek porn parodies. Apparently, <laughs> um, join us next week as we start a marathon of Ernest movies. With Ernest goes to camp. Until then, I'm Nick with Brandon and Anthony. Thanks for rewatching. That's Bruce, baby. Have you ever had any group leadership experience? I had an ant farm once. How'd you like to be a counselor? It's the one, the only, Ernest P. Worrell. It's Ernest Unleashed, Unwound, Unbelievable, in the movie everyone's running to see. No, no, not me. Oh, yeah, you. Ernest goes to camp, rated PG. Know what I mean? Starts Friday, May 22nd at a theater near you. Check newspapers.